Motorheads, thank you for clicking on House Call with Doc Love on Race22.com, presented by Black Acid Apparel. Check him out on Facebook, Black Acid Apparel. Today I'll be connecting with Lane Riggs out of Bahama, North Carolina, driver of the number 99 per year tank lines Ford in the late model stock car division of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Lane was born in 2002 and was racing by 2013 at the Orange County Speedway located in Roosevelt, North Carolina, just like the old man. Lane got his first career stock car victory in August of the same year in the pure stock division. And he also whistled through the lower division, racking up Rookie of the Year awards and victories, finally making it to late model stock car racing action in 2016, again winning Rookie of the Year, plus he had four victories in the late model stock cars, four poles, and finished second in the championship points at Orange County Speedway. In 2017, Lane joined Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour full-time. He has 44 career starts, three victories, five poles, 21 top fives, 29 top tens. So Lane, where you been hanging out during the peak of the summer? Beach, lake, and anything <laughs> cool you can keep your body in to stay out of the 95 degree weather, that's for sure. Yeah, it's, it's been hot. I've been uh, uh, covering some races on the weekend, uh, this past weekend at Hickory. Uh, it seemed like it was hotter than the Mojave Desert. I'm telling you, it was a hot one out there. Uh, so how was the, right. that was the, your senior trip at the beach, right? Yeah, we had a senior trip. We had two family trips. We went to the lake. Like I said, we just we've been enjoying this second break. Uh, race car, to be honest, has just been sitting there ever since Hickory. And then the other day we we said it was, it, it's race weekend. We got to get it ready, and <laughs> we ended up going to the track and testing today, and got some pretty good data. It's just like I said, it's just so hot outside. It's hard to really tell what you're going to get you know, in a nighttime race. So right. just really got to base off the last i mean the last time i was in the car was at hickory so just got to base off my feel and my problems and we worked around it and like i said it even when you got a perfect car you're not gonna have any fast lap time so you really just got to get the feel and when it feels comfortable to you you know you got a pretty good car so on a day like today when you know it's it's going to be hot the sun was bearing down you're not going to burn up some new tires so when you go today like today to test you're not really trying to to go as fast as you can you're basically trying to make sure you don't have any leaks in your engine, in your transmission, in your rear end. Make sure you don't have anything bent. Um, is that kind of what you're 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 trying to achieve? Yeah, pretty much. We just like I said, the car's been sitting there for a while and hadn't ran, and you know, just wanted to shake it down, and get my feel. And you know, even though it's only been a month, you know, you could get a little bit rusty. So just got back, and like I said, we I've actually never been to Hickory before and tested i've only actually ever been at hickory and practiced on the cars tour weekends and i've raced the cars tour about four or five times before mm. at hickory so this is the first time we ever went to a, a closed private test and got to run as pretty much as many laps as we wanted to and got to try some stuff we normally wouldn't try the day before a race or you know try some stuff that's out of the box that you know may or may not work and most of them obviously wouldn't work so <laughs> uh, like like it was a true test day today just pure testing not, nothing not trying to make any speed not trying to make any world records just trying to get comfortable yeah there you go that's um it shows you've had uh, nine starts at uh at hickory is that right uh nine sounds a little high to me but it wouldn't surprise me we've been racing there 
ever since I started racing the cars tour back in 2016. Yeah, I, I know guess, we go pretty much twice a year. Yeah, so that's, that's right. That sounds about right. Yeah, and I think one year they went three times maybe. Um, but, yeah, I'm showing the nine starts, uh, one pole, three top fives, seven top tens, and uh, not uh, not too shabby if you ask me. Um but I know you want to get some some markers there in the win column, and that's what it's all about that's here, nice no doubt. Sure. Yeah, definitely looking for a win. It's it's been a little while. I know we have, we've had some pretty strong runs, and Ace it was just, it was so close, and that that that, that silver hurts the worst, I tell you. Uh, we went, especially as close, good of a finish as it was. So it's been eating on me, wanting to get back and racing. It's really been tough, and and a lot of local races have been going around, and a lot of people ask me, Lane, why aren't you running any of these races? You know, I personally I don't feel like it's worth it going up there possibly tearing your car up when you only got two cars to be able to right. go run and at the same time you're the points leader so you don't want to take any chances there so uh, like I said we've been enjoying the lake more than anything the beach and uh, kind of been having this second break and taking a relaxer to get ready because I know the car store with the schedule and everything as it is right now we're going to be racing a lot of weekends in a row we need to have both cars ready to go at any time and plus you know and for you guys and the guys that go with you, you don't want to burn them out either. So uh, it's good to get them uh, some some rest and get them relaxed and get them re-energized because it's about to it's it's going to be hot coming up uh, in in August as they head towards uh, um, up in Virginia and now now you know this coming weekend in Hickory. So uh, you know it's possibly could be another burner. Uh, you know, Hell's Porch <laughs> coming up this weekend. It is, that's so, cool. uh, so hopefully not though, because I'm, you know, I ain't skinny no more. So they, whew, <laughs> maybe it'll help me lose a pound or three. What do you think? I tell you, a race suit and a hundred and some degree car running 125 laps. It might not sound like a lot, but it it sure is. The next day, you feel like crap, no matter what. <laughs> Now, you know, your dad was a, a short track ace, you know, in his day and, you know, made it up to the highest level. Uh, what, 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 you know, what was he able to share with you about racing at Hickory? Because he didn't really race at Hickory a whole lot during his short track days. No, before, before we ever went to Hickory, he had no pointers, no, no nothing, <laughs> nothing he remembered. He never went to Hickory. Yeah. Uh, the closest he went, he said he went to Tri-County one time, which right. is a few miles from Hickory. Yeah. And uh, I think he ended up winning the race there or something like that he got the pole or something but yeah hickory was a new animal for us and just had to watch video and learn and like i said when i first started at i think my third or fourth race ever away from orange county our, our home local track i ran there for probably four i'd say three years mm-hmm. before i traveled anywhere else because i wasn't 14 yet i couldn't travel right so uh, that was one of the first tracks i went to besides orange county it's definitely got more character than any other track we go to. You can run up high, you can run down low. It's got the most unique bumps I've ever seen in my life. It's like going into turn one, like a stair step, like staircase. You fall down a staircase going in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Austin Thaxon, who normally runs uh, South Boston, was at Hickory this past weekend. He said that was the first time he had ever been there. And uh, he's like, holy moly, this place is unlike anything he's ever raced at and really opened his eyes and and uh he said all i can do is fill up a notebook and hope i can hit it next time and uh but he said he had a fun he said it's a fun track because it's not easy and that's what a lot of folks say is that kind of how you look at it is it's a challenge yeah for sure it's a challenge you, you gotta 
search for the grip some weekends, the bottom strong, some weekends the top strong. Um, even, you know, from the beginning of the race to the end of the race, it changes. It's almost kind of like a dirt track, the way that the characteristic is where it changes, the lines change, and you got to change your driving style depending on how your car is. So it's definitely a driver's track in my opinion. Uh, like I said, I like the character. I couldn't – I like how – it's got a lot of character and it's real worn out, but at the same time, I mean, you do have to save tires, but it's not like Myrtle beach where you got to go right. 15 mile an hour to not burn your tires <laughs> up. So you can run pretty hard, but then at the same time you got the characteristics and you also got the strategy, how much you save, how much to hard to go. You know, it's like I said, it's a good medium track. That's a driver's track at the same time. I'm, I'm a big fan of Hickory. Yeah. I, I'm very partial to Hickory myself. Been covering a uh, short, the, um, um the, the weekly races there uh, over the past several weekends and it seemed like this year uh, the guys even the guys that's been there you know every year for the last several years talking about this year uh the track is different than most years that they're struggling with grip and the grip is in different you know lines that they've never that they normally don't uh, uh usually take so um, the, the guys that don't normally uh, go up high or having to go up high and, and, and things like that, they're saying that this year the, the, the track surface is just different uh, than most years. So uh, it's throwing everybody for a loop, even the, the guys that race there each and every uh, week. So uh, it, it's throwing a lot of guys for a loop. So it's, uh, it's a tough old bird to get a, get, uh, get a grip on. So um, it's, uh, it's a challenge for sure, it seems like. But... Uh, very, uh, very pleased to see uh, Lane Riggs have some success right out of the box this year. You uh, showed some speed uh, right out of the box at Southern National Motorsports Park with a good qualifying effort, qualified second, finished fifth. Um, I mean, right away you had to first say you, you and your crew and your dad and everybody, all right, there's hope this year. We did, we finally shaped that bad luck that followed us for the last two years. Uh, with a great qualifying and a great finish. So you, you guys had to have hope that there was off to a good season, right? <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And over this off season, we, we worked pretty hard and went testing a lot more than we have before. Um, we just 2019 was by far the, the hardest and toughest luck race season I've ever had. It was it hurt my um hurt my confidence a lot. Yeah. I had five DNFs in a row at one point and you know, just feel like I couldn't catch a break. So when at the end of the year we ended up winning the Rodney Cook Classic, and that was a spirit booster, right? At the, that was one of the last races we ran in the year. So right. um, going into the off season, we knew that you love that winter feeling. You just want to do it again. So um, like I said, we worked over the off season. We were fast at Southern National, and we're running pretty good and finished fifth. And <laughs> ended up going to the back and finished fifth with no roof on the car. So we said, if we can do that, <laughs> we got pretty good speed. That's so right. That's we went right. ace and almost won it. And yeah. so close. And at Hickory, we had a good car and just – it, it, well, I wouldn't say a good car. <laughs> At the end, it was uncontrollable car. Right. But like I said, we, we went and worked and did the best we can with with what we had and just trying to dial it in for this weekend. Yeah, and uh, doing real good, looking sharp uh, each and every time you hit the track, and um, uh, very very proud of and, and you know from coming back into the sport after being away and. And, and you know getting to, to to see you grow from the time i first got to see you um you know will the race car and the scene the growth uh from you and, and your team is really neat to see um uh, on how you handle yourself and the race car and and the growth and the, 
and to, to see you be able to handle the longer races how hard was it to to go from running the shorter races you know weekly to run the the longer you know 125 150 laps uh with the cars tour like a you know with the, you know the longer races yeah it it was tough mainly on a strategy standpoint of saving tires and putting yourself in the right track position uh, physically I, i'm perfectly fine with the long races i like long races it it brings out who's who's really going to be there at the end so um yeah it was just you know running at orange county speedway that pretty much has very little wear on the tires so we could run pretty much as hard as we wanted to in those 75 lap races local and then jump straight into 150 lap races at tracks you got to save tires at so it, it was a i knew what i was getting into and i had an idea of what i needed to do but you can't beat it, it's just it's hard to get that knowledge right out of the bat yeah um going from orange county going to these different tracks running with the stiffest competition i'd say in the whole country uh, especially i mean well late model stocks is the stiffest competition but I, I wouldn't be scared to say it's the stiffest short track competition there is around um so going there and then running against the best of the best and having good runs and being able to run around them made me really learn a lot about myself as a driver and and us as a team and really be able to make our notebook a lot deeper and be able to grow yeah the talent pool as far as the skill set of these drivers that that you're racing with uh you know week in and week out uh, is absolutely some of the best in the in the country uh, no doubt about it you know Corey heim you know look what he's done even uh, uh up in the uh, arca series uh, had a very good car very good run until a, a, a left front tire was going flat there uh in the end of the race uh jared fryer uh look at the the generations of great drivers that uh, are in his family he's going to be tough you know connor mozak uh, he's really shown to be strong this year nolan pope uh at hickory has come on strong and he's riding the tire tracks of the likes of uh of josh berry you know bobby mccarty what else needs to be said you know two-time champion uh, Brandon Pierce is really coming on strong this year and completed all the laps. Gage Painter uh, is tough at Hickory. You know, Deke McCaskill, legendary short track racer in the Carolinas. Uh, uh, his only sore spot is is Hickory. He does have one win there. He's the only guy that started out of the top five to win there, and that's legendary right there. So, um, that's right. If anybody could do it again, he can. So. Um, this little Jonathan Schaefer has completed all the laps that the you know in, so far this year, uh, rookie uh, with the um, uh, you know uh, Bobby's teammate there. So uh, you know a lot of not a lot of folks are mentioning his name, but that little fella's cl- comp- completed all the laps. So and he's getting stronger and stronger each outing. So you know you just go down the list and there's no easy pass. <laughs> You know, so that's right. And so, so you got to keep pushing. That's that's why I run the cars tour and being able to win and be competitive in this race is just the most rewarding thing of all. Absolutely, we are joined by points leader in the uh, Solid Rock Carriers uh, Cars Tour, late model stock cars, uh, Lane Riggs, the number ninety nine per year per year uh, Tank Lines Ford driver, um, Lane Riggs, here at the Race Twenty Two Productions Recording Studio. Um, having some fun here, doing a pre-race show uh, for this week's uh, race at the Hickory Motor Speedway. 
uh, coming up this weekend. So we're excited to finally be talking about a race week for the Cars Tour. Uh, it's the race number four for both the super late models and the late model stock cars. Um, the track has been kind of dicey back and forth. One week it's pretty fast. Two weeks ago they were within, I would say, maybe a little over a, a half a click away from a track. Uh, the 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 um, NASCAR uh, track uh, qualifying record, which is um, where's it at? I got it here. Austin McDaniel's a fourteen six six six. They were down in the fourteen seventies. Um, Josh Berry turned uh, two weeks ago, and then this past weekend they were up in the high eighties. So the track record for the Cars Tour, Bradley McCaskill, 2019, rounded a uh, 14.735. Now, if this heat keeps up and we get a lot of track, uh, a lot of tire, um, yeah, a lot of rubber laid down on Friday, if we get a bunch of guys out there, two different uh, divisions, and a lot of cars laying a bunch of rubber down Friday in practice. You think the track will uh, gum up and uh, get fast and maybe uh, start pushing those kind of times in practice in uh, qualifying? I tell you, it'd be really surprising for me the the way the track temp is and just how slick. And I mean, you should have felt it today. It was <laughs> absolutely crazy feeling. I feel like you're on almost some dirt. But uh, yeah, I remember last year what made everybody so fast is they put tar down all on the track and it picked everybody up like a half a second instantly instant grip oh wow and everybody had to free their cars up because it had a, a lot of people actually didn't know that but um and i don't think they even told any of the drivers till the race the race weekend or so when they let everybody start testing but uh yeah they, they put tar down the track was like amazingly fast and i like i said that's i think that's where the track records came from and I think it'd be really hard to beat it unless they did that again. And I actually enjoyed it like that. I think I raced the cars to race was a race after they did the tar. And I remember it being super fast, super fun, and you could run pretty hard and it didn't wear your tires out as much. So I wouldn't mind to see him do it again, but <laughs> I know this weekend it's, it's going to be hard to get that fast. If he did, it's, it's somebody that's going to definitely win the race. <laughs> Oh yeah, it, uh, I didn't realize that. That's that's good information. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, the coming weekend would have been the uh, throwback race, um, and of course they made the decision to uh, not do that, and it, and it did make sense because of the COVID and, and a lot of the guests that we uh, that the series had uh, as. Uh, uh, Mr. McNally talked about in when I spoke with him uh, in a podcast that's out there. Um, you know, a lot of the guests are you know, 50 or 60 or older, and a lot of the fans want to come and hug them and things like that if we were able to have fans. And, you know, we have to have the social distancing and things like that with our older folks uh, to be careful uh, and things like that. So you didn't want to put those folks in danger. Uh, and then plus... Uh, with you know a lot of people with jobs and sponsorships and things like that are tighter you didn't want to have folks spending extra money that's unnecessary on the the wraps and the special this and special that so it, it did it made a lot of sense to to not do that this year because it's just not feasible plus 
if if it does come down to the last minute we can have fans because it's still on the fence right now as we're sitting right here on a monday um if we can't have fans then there's no sense in doing it so um so i think it was the best decision to not do it so this weekend uh they're both running the uh, 125 laps for the late model stocks and 125 laps for the super late models here at hickory uh this coming weekend so um, does that kind of that, that don't really does that really change um, the mindset whether it's 150 or 200 laps or 136 or 138 laps does, does that really play in the mindset at all? No, not really. Um, we're gonna set the cars up and we're pretty much gonna race the same. Might be a little bit more saving, maybe a half a tenth slower pace in the race just to try and have that extra 15, 20 laps mm-hmm. of speed at the end, but. Um, I doubt it's going to play a big factor at all. I got you. All right. Now, now let's talk about the racetrack itself. What What is your most favorite part of the racetrack? When you're on the racetrack, when you're going around the track, what is your favorite part of the racetrack? Favorite part or most trickiest part? Because <laughs> the trickiest part is everywhere. <laughs> well, that's too easy of an answer. That's why I asked it that way. What's your favorite part? I'll, well, i got to kind of talk it through to think about it, but going into one, <laughs> mm-hmm. you feel like you need to have a mouth guard so your teeth don't rattle against each other because you're <laughs> jumping down in the corner, and the car comes about a foot off the ground, and it slams the ground and comes back, and it looks like, it's, it looks like the cars have hydraulics on them. And then you get into one, and it's got the most load, and then off of two is pretty smooth, and you can you can lay the power down. I, I'd probably say off the two, you can That's really you, open her up is and, that where you can get and the lay power down. down. It's got pretty good banking, I would say, yeah, now, for sure, especially on the high side. Gotcha. Now, see, I don't think a lot of folks realize how bowed the backside really is, do they? Yeah, it's kind of like a dog leg a little bit. Um, and now you said that, it made me really think about it. But, yeah, it's a dog leg. And then you go down to three, and it's just complete opposite end of the track. It's really flat compared to one and two. Mm-hmm. And you go off into three, and it's actually got the track goes uphill and then it drops down, so that really throws a loop. And then you come off the four, and it's just like going into one. Is, is all that, over the place, cars jumping up and down. Is that <laughs> kind of like it's porpoising? <laughs> exactly. The hydraulics are kicking in. <laughs> is that why you see more people uh, do solo spins or spin out in three and four? Because they kind of oh, uh, get too much momentum going into three? Yeah, and actually we were talking about today – it almost kind of reminds me of Wilkesboro a little bit. I, I think, gotcha. I swear the back stretch is actually going uphill, and I think the front stretch is going downhill, just like Wilkesboro is after looking at it. But, yeah, in the three, it's got this odd bump, and even when you got a good setup car, it's usually pretty sketchy going across it. So that would definitely call a single-car spin. Now, see, if I was um, driving the high-powered cars, I probably would do that every lap. But I want to tell you, I want to <laughs> share this with you, Lane. Now, it's been many, 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 many years since I was able to fit into a race car. But I want to tell, I want to share this with you. I do have the Hickory Motor Speedway track record for the Honda Element class. I broke the oh, I record. I broke the record in the Honda Element class a couple of weeks ago. So I got my name on the board finally. Uh, took the I'm old. Here. I didn't know about that. I should, I should watch that. Yes, sir. I got the Blue Cyclone on the board a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm on the board. All right. <laughs> you might need to send me a link to that replay. Yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Daniel tried to break it this past weekend, a little turd. 
Yeah, he <laughs> he was with me working this past weekend. Turned around and look around. He's taking laps around the track. So it's like Kevin against you. Blame you him. Get off of there. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, um, you know when I talk to fans and and that's never been to Hickory, I love watching on you know on the the Facebook or on the the broadcast. You know, they want to, they asked about the, the character. Everybody talks about the character, the character, you know, ask, you know, ask about this. And, and they said, people say the track is, is a D-shaped. It ain't a D-shaped. And, and you start telling them about the back straightaway and, and you start describing that. And people, I have no idea. I had no idea. So I think it's interesting to hear from a driver's perspective on how you describe that. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, and, and it never really came to my mind because usually the way we run the track is, you get right up to the wall and you know it's not like a big mile and a half where you stay against the wall for mm-hmm. a half mile or so to get to the next corner so usually we get right up to the wall and then right when you get there you turn back down so you really don't notice it at all right yeah you don't notice it when you're in the car but if you you're out there slow or stand in a corner and look down the track then you can really see it so that's just a whole different perspective so that's just that's just i don't know that's just something neat but yes, uh, for sure. Like I said, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I I got to work the the day job this weekend, but as soon as I get done, I am bolting out the door, headed y'all's way on Saturday. So you guys will be there Friday practicing. Uh, the practice starts for you guys at two thirty. Uh, then you guys are first, then super late models, and you guys will alternate up until six thirty, and the pits will close at seven p.m. So um, I'm sure folks can sneak out there and just hang out, social distance, of course, um, and uh, watch some practice from 2.30 to 6.30, and uh, the pits will close at 7 p.m. That's on Friday. Or if you're at work, you can check out the, um, tr- uh, what's it called? What's the app called? Transport. You can watch the Transporters. Race Monitor. Yeah, Race Monitor. Race monitor. Thank monitor. you. Thank you. Race monitor. We're all going to be studying it very hard. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we be like drivers. Crew chiefs. We'll all be crew chiefs. <laughs> and then uh, Saturday, um, the guys, the uh, track activity will start around 10, uh, 15 for the folks that um, need to be there. Trailer, hauler, parking. Garage opens at 1030 for the folks that need that information and i want to see you, you better be at the chapel service at 10 11 15 i'll ask pastor joe if you were there he better tell me yeah and um, i will be this weekend for sure now you put me up to it <laughs> you better be hopefully, there hopefully, hopefully the car won't hopefully the car won't be good hopefully the car will be good enough where i don't have to run back and work on it that's right and um but the um i just hope i just hope the the county because i know kevin is working so hard with the county to have fans this week he's not pushed in in you know he's not pushed them for fans until this week you know he, he's really wanting to have fans for the cars tour for this week so um hopefully he can make an announcement later this week and have some fans for this week so hopefully if that's the case the gates open for the fans at 4:30. uh qualifying is at 5:15 and Green flag drops at 7 o'clock. That's this weekend, August 1st. The Catawba Valley 250, Super Late Models 125, and Late Model Stock Cars 125 laps. 
and the points leader coming in for the late model stock cars is Lane Riggs and he is uh, what I can't see I'm getting old I can't see Lane um, <laughs> plus four or no plus uh, nine over Corey Heim uh, who sat on the pole and won the last race we were at Hickory. Does that make you nervous? Uh, as as looking at uh, a possible championship, knowing how important this race could be, the guy in second was pretty stout and pretty fast, sat on the pole, won the race. Does that kind of make you nervous? I wouldn't say nervous. It's, it's hard to be nervous about anything this early in the season. We're just going to be the best we can and make the most of the, any situation, but Corey's definitely been fast. And, uh, I know me and him got into into it at Ace and got together, and unluckily he went around, and me and him have talked about it and worked it out, and I was uh, went over to him at Hickory at the end of the race when he won and congratulated him. And yeah. I was like, you know, I'm just glad to see after after what happened, you know, you able to rebound back and get a win. So yeah. and me and him, you know, we race each other respectfully and well, and I, I always appreciate the way he races me. And like I said, it's going to be Hickory again, and we're going to be – back at it and i'm sure he's gonna be there well it's almost guaranteed he's gonna be there so definitely one to keep our eyes on and lee and lee pulliam and all his cars have been strong lately especially brandon pierce the second at at langley uh, they got something figured out yeah yeah he's gonna be rolling in with some uh momentum so uh last time he's been racing there a couple of times so he's uh, got some notebooks full uh, some new notes and uh trying to get better there he hadn't had a a lot of success there so he's been really working hard to try to better that and i think he's finally getting there so he's starting to ramp it up a little bit and uh, uh, a lot of confidence off of that great run at um uh, at the hampton uh, heat there so uh really glad to see those guys uh, have some success there so Corey's in second in the points jumped up four spots after um, the last race after his victory. Jared Fryer is in third in points. Connor Mozak, who is quietly uh, running in fourth, had a great run after the, uh, in the you know, jumping into the tour um, in the first race. Good qualifying effort. He was in the top, what, five, I think, in qualifying, uh, running for the Junior Motorsports. So uh, that's his home track. So I know he'll be excited to. Uh, flex his muscle there so he'll you know he'll be mixing it up and nolan pope won uh, a feature uh, a couple of weeks ago last week i think it was so he has been a front runner at the hickory motor speedway on the weekly races over the last three or four races and uh, so he is going to be one that's going to be coming in to the tour race with a lot of confidence so expect him to be one to contend with bobby mccarty you know he's going to be coming in um, really wanting to flex his muscle because he hadn't had a uh, good front-running uh, effort uh, thus far in the season. So you know he's wanting to have that. Uh, um, he's, you know, he does have a pole, but he's wanting that victory. You know that. So Brandon Pierce, then Gage Painter. He always runs good at Hickory. Then you got Deke McCaskill, who's still um, looking for that uh, victory. So that's some of your top uh, points go-getters. So. Uh, you need to keep uh, running and doing what you're doing to keep those guys behind you. So um, that's the game plan. I mean, that you know, hike, go forward, right? <laughs> that's right. We just need to work better so we can 
sit on poles and lead every lap and not have to worry about it. And then the points can take care of themselves. So <laughs> yeah. once we get to that point, we can relax. That's right. There you go. Now, uh, you got two cars you talked about, you know, for, uh, not uh, doing a lot of racing. Now, are they two of the same cars? You know, some guys got uh, two different types of cars. Both of yours are uh, PRW cars. Is that right? Uh, I wish it <laughs> Our cars, our two cars, are probably the most opposite of any car possible. Okay. Uh, the one, the one, one we running this weekend. It's a coilover car. It's got a new five-star body on it. Um, it's a Hedgecock center section. That's probably 2011, and then it's got RNS clips on it okay. from about 2014. <laughs> and they they said that the car was diamond in the center section. And we'll never be fast again. And we, we that's been our most successful car we've had so far. And then the other car is a is a full PRW car. Okay. Um, I think 2012, I think. And it was a uh, actually Dylan Bassett's old car. Okay. And it, he had a lot of success with Hickory with that car. But uh, it seems like this coilover car just we've had we've ran it more at Hickory and it's been more successful and we have more notes on it. So definitely one we're going to take back. Hey, you know, whatever. No, it, when somebody says it ain't gonna be fast again, but if it, if, it, if if proof is in the pudding and it shows to be the faster car, hey, so what? Let it be fast. And hey, that's right. Metal. We we look at it as, as metal is metal. If it's still there, and all four wheels are pointing straight, it's probably it's gonna be just as fast as anything else on the track. With that crazy goofy track, you know, maybe that's what it needs. Maybe it ain't supposed to be straight to go fast. <laughs> Yeah, maybe being crooked makes it go faster. That's right. That's right, Doc. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there's no rhyme or reason. Long as it's fast, maybe it ain't supposed to be straight, you know? Yep, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, it's I have what, a, what we got. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, one more thing I want to ask you before I let you go. Uh, I know you've been cultivating that uh, uh, mullet for your beach trip. Are you still <laughs> going to sport the mullet, or is the mullet gone since you've been to the beach? I tell you, Fourth of July, I was rocking it more than anybody else on that beach. But uh, I've been a little lazy and hadn't cut it, and it, I need to trim it up. But I tell you, the person that's holding back is the old girlfriend. Uh-oh. She hates it. Uh oh. So that, that's the that's the main uh, thing that's holding me back from getting it cut. But right now, it's just I hadn't touched it, and it's just still flowing in the wind. Lord, well, I gotta admit, I ain't seen you know, I ain't seen you in a while. I'm still sporting the COVID hairdo. I have not gotten a haircut since uh, the COVID lockdown. And as if, if uh, everybody you, knows me, I've, I've I, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I get up in the morning, I look like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So yeah, uh, everybody's laughing because any if anybody's been around me since you know most of the people that that have known me since I've been out of the military, I ain't never had my hair long. So, um, mm-hmm. I'm just trying something. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you then. <laughs> but it's hot. Holy crap. Does it? Oh, it makes it hot, though. Whew. I don't know if I it can sure stand is. it, though. Me too. Man, this, this old mane, this is like a mane. <laughs> <laughs> Fur coat. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. All right, man, I know you got a, a a good crew working with you and working on that race car and travels with you. And, of course, I know your dad. Um, uh, you know, you got to thank your dad and, and your sponsors. So let's be sure and hit all the all the cylinders that are helping you on your car and, 
and um, stuff like that. So let's make sure you hit all those folks and give them some some good accolades because I know it's a team effort. Yeah, it is for sure. And and all our crews stuck with us for a long time, and some of them even were back with Dad back in the day and came back, and they're all volunteer help. So I got to thank them all. All the main guys that come to the racetrack on the weekend, me and Dad working on the car during the week, and anybody that can come by after their day job. So, uh, and then all the sponsors behind us that, that help fund it, per your tank lines, Romeo Guest Construction, uh, Chick-fil-A Rocks for a Road, Turner Asphalt, Glenn Tire Sales, Creech Heating and Air, Brown Brothers Plumbing, they all help us a lot, Jacob's Glass Company. Um, they've been with us for a long time, and I appreciate all their help for sure. And uh, like I said, I'm just looking forward to get back to the track and hopefully they can see their name going around. Absolutely. And don't forget, uh, if if we can have fans, folks, get out there and support the Hickory Motor Speedway. Um, Kevin and his staff has worked so hard to, to keep the track running as best they can to have a place for the guys to race. And they've done, uh, you know, try to uh, provide a place for you to see the uh, the races on the Facebook Live um, but if they can have the fans uh, for this particular race, folks, get out there and support the track. Support Kevin. He is working as hard as he can to keep the place going. Um, so if they can have fans, folks, support him. Support him as much as you can. Um, so, And I know these guys, uh, all these racers uh, this coming weekend, the Supers and the late model stock cars, they are going to put on a fantastic show. Uh, as they do each and every uh, tour stop, but I know at Hickory, no matter no matter when it is, they, these guys always put on a great show at the Hickory Motor Speedway. Well, Lane, we want to wish you the very best. I am so thrilled for you and your dad and all your crew uh, that you came out of the box flying and are still looking good in a top of the points battle. And I know you're going to be in the thick of it to the very end. And uh, wishing you a good, safe race. And, um, and continued success, my friend, and looking forward to seeing everybody this coming weekend. All right. I appreciate you having me on the show, Doc. Yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing your afro. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you this weekend. All right. Thank you. Hello. I must be going. Thank you for listening to House Call with Doc Love on Race22.com. Don't forget racing this weekend at the Hickory Motor Speedway with the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour, Super Late Models, and Late Model Stock Cars. Racing starts at 7 p.m. Can't make it to the track? Be sure and catch them on CarsTour.tv or PitRow.tv. Thank you for listening to House Call with Doc Love on Race22.com. Until next time, we'll see you at the races. I must be...